Hello, PlayStation is giving you free games. We're going to tell you which ones to play first. More video game movies are on the way. Didn't you read that slow enough? <laughs> and there are new details about the new Nintendo Switch Pro XL DS 5000, and we're in the mood for sharing them with you. On this episode of At the Diner, what the hell's wrong with you? Hi! <laughs> so I hit the wrong intro. Are we ready? Here we go again. Three, two, one. Welcome all sorts of people, persons, and pets, and animals. We're Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal. You're one of co-host man. We're doing real well this evening. Uh, we are a nonsense video game show where we bring you all the latest news, views, <laughs> and little tiny Bradens that pop up. Uh, I am joined by one of my co-hosts today, the gaming anthropologist and Xbox's biggest fan, Mr. Floppy Starrick. Well, uh, hello, and how are you today? And also, our little Braden over on the keys... <laughs> The Millennial Hello. Falcon, Brayden Dixon. Hello, how are we doing tonight, gentlemen? I don't think we're doing very well. No, I don't think we're doing well at all. This has been interesting to say the least. We've just been sitting back. The problem is nothing went wrong before the start of the show. Yeah, so we're all chill. really relaxed and then the show starts. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, shit, we got to do this So thing. we just don't have that high level of octane. Dillard! If you Shout out like to everyone in chat right now. Oh my God. Yeah, thanks so to all those people. listening live here on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. But if you're not listening now, listening, li if you're not listening live, if you're not listening live now, you can watch the show again over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino or just type in hackthedino.com. While you're there, don't forget to watch some other videos, maybe put them on the background where you're doing other more important things. Obviously, mute it, but the view's much more important. Don't mute it. Listen to it. It's funny. All right, just listen to us. Uh, and hit subscribe, hit like, hit share, tell everyone, because that's helping us grow. Likewise, if you don't want to watch us and just hear our angelic voices, <laughs> uh, you can head on over to all your podcast apps, such as Spotify, iTunes, um, Hitcher, Stitcher, Mitcher, Roku, Goku, um, Flam Blam, uh, Sound f Fanatics, uh, Audio Wav. Anyway, all podcast apps, we're there. Don't forget to leave a review and five stars and, and all that kind of fun stuff. All right, now that we've got that awkward introduction stuff out of the way, Floppy, what have you been up to lately? I've been playing some games. Playing some games? I had been playing for the last couple of weeks. I've been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World, mm -hmm. uh, the one that came out on the Switch with Bowser's Fury. Yep. I finished. Excuse me. You call it what it is. Bowser's Fairy? Bowser's Fairy. <laughs> I just thought that's what you got. Bowser's Fairy is Mario in the cat suit. <laughs> that's Pete. No. Anyway. Uh, so, and I rolled credits on Super Mario 3D World the other day. Now, I haven't 100%ed it. I've 100%ed like the first couple of worlds. Um, Don't worry about it. No, I'm not stressed. Some of those later levels, though, get real annoying. Especially if you're playing with someone who's not particularly good at platforming. Who are you talking about? My daughter. <laughs> Sorry, she doesn't watch the show. I can rubbish her. Sucks. <laughs> no, she's good. She's all right. Uh, it's also because it goes into that uh, 3.5 perspective. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's easy to fall up. off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, But I had I had a great time with it. I really like it. It's the first time I've ever played through it. Yep. I never played it on the Wii U or anything like that. But um, I did just find out yesterday that there's also a, a galactic level that's a world that's opened up now, which I didn't know about. So I'm going to have to go back and do that. But I have started playing Bowser's Fury. Excuse um, me. I started playing. I started playing with Bowser's Fairy. Um, Good. What was that like? <laughs> uh, interesting at first because I didn't quite know where I was going. Yeah, that sounds like. <laughs> that, right? But then I really got into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, there's still bits that take me by surprise. <laughs> but then there are bits that I enjoy and I just keep going back every time. It re- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise uh, how good you were at this. Well, you know, you find little nooks and crannies <laughs> and little surprises in there. No buts. Plug what you're about to play. <laughs> hey, apparently, Game Boy Dad in the chat says... Uh, uh, his wife says, I look like Hugh Hefner. Oh, now, is that 1970s no, Hugh Hefner? No, it's, it's modern day Hugh Hefner. <laughs> or like, dead. Or <laughs> like 2010s Hugh Hefner. Um, All right. To be honest, I'm cool with either. Um, the other thing I did is I bought a thing today. Yeah, what'd you buy? I bought Monster Hunter. Oh, nice. For the Switch. For, yes, the old... Shit, it's getting it was on PlayStation. very good reviews. I heard. Wish I had it in a fantasy critic. I wish... Oh, wait. I do have it in our fantasy critic. That's right. Good old um, Ben with a good old score. But I'm going to go into Fantasy Critic a little bit later on because oh I'm starting God. to get a bit worried about one of my picks. Oh, you're worried. <laughs> well, I'm not a minus one, am I? Uh, no. Having um, said that, so um, no, I've always wanted to play a Monster Hunter game. They always look so good. They always get great reviews. And I always get scared off by the time sync that I know that they are. Mm. But So I bought a few of them. I bought them on the Wii. I think I bought them on a 3DS. Uh, I bought it on the PS4. And I've never started one. So I bought this one and I'm going to play it. Just like the others that you bought. Shut up. I'm going to do it. Good game to stream. It is. Oh, speaking of streaming, I streamed John Wick for the first time. Ah. Well, I streamed for the first time. How was that? It was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And where did you stream? You streamed over here on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino? I sure did. Uh, I think if you look up on YouTube backslash hack the dino. Hack the dino.com. Yeah. Or hackthedino.com's coming Monday? Uh, yeah, I think Monday 8.30 it's due to go up, so you can watch the whole thing go. again. There we go. That's me, looking all like pale, playing some John Wick. I was a wicked John Wick, but actually I died a lot. Um, <laughs> As the later, John Wick is known. In the later levels, I died a lot. But uh, yeah, if you are keen to see what John Wick's all about, um, check out our YouTube channel and watch me play some games. Uh, speaking of playing games and streaming, I also streamed uh, a week or so ago, and I decided to sit down uh, and play uh, Journey. I saw this. Uh, now, Journey is one of my favourite games. I love it. It's a good little chill-out game. It only goes for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, I really encourage you guys to head on over to hackthedino.com or youtube.com backslash hackthedino and just watch parts of it, because it really is a great game. Uh, one of the chatters who I had come in and joined me was... Um, like the the journey uh, community is really involved and just like one of those big caring communities. So I had one of uh, those people join me, uh, and they were just sort of giving me hints. And they said, sort of said halfway through, "Oh, I'm sort of surprised no one's joined in because one of the big secrets with journey is that you meet someone on your journey, uh, and then it's revealed at the end of the game that that person is actually another player." Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and you find that out at the end when you you roll credits and it comes up says you met these people on your journey. So this person, I forget their name now, but they, they did subscribe, so hopefully they're watching this, uh, is just talking me through where I need to go, what to get. Like, this person obviously knew this game like the back of their hand. Uh, and uh, to the point where I finally met someone uh, on my journey in there, and uh, they were doing things like, uh, at one particular point, they turned around and sat down and said, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he came in, sorry, they came in and said, uh, oh, they want you to sit down. So I sat down and I popped a trophy. Oh, so just little things like that. That's cool. I went, oh, wow, that's really cool. Uh, and anyway, I'm going through it and, and I'm really getting into it because that's one of the things I like to do. Uh, oh, that's his name, Slinky Dinky. That is a Slinky cool... Drinky. Slinky Drinky. That Slinky is a drinky. really cool name. Slinky Drinky. Uh, yeah, it was, was talking me through it, letting me know what this other person wanted me to do. 
and we got to the final part before you enter the mountain and uh, go through the final fly through. And they started writing something in the sand. And I couldn't quite make it out. So I just went, oh, I'm just going to do them a big love heart. So I just drew a love heart on them. <laughs> and then they drew love hearts as well. It was all very nice. It was a great positive experience. You know, in Bratislava, you're married now. Sweet. Um, so yeah, we did the fly through and I went, right, now I get to finally see who joined me on my journey. So two people joined me. The first name came up and it was uh, Chocolate Cocoa or something like that. <laughs> and then the second name came up. <clears throat> Slinky Drinky. Slinky Drinky. <laughs> they joined me. They could see I was playing and I don't know how they did it, but they managed to join it and was chatting to me while playing with me and not letting it go. And it was just a gosh darn wonderful, wholesome experience, which is kind of new for me because usually I'm all about <laughs> the <laughs> other. Normally it's about screaming at kids on Fortnite. Yeah, like. that's right. Well, no, you've seen me play Fortnite. Yeah, I no, usually you... spend the time laughing. Yeah, laughing at all and hiding in a bush. And yeah, well, yeah, I do that. Trying to find you. Uh, but yeah, Journey's wonderful. Um, I might go back maybe at some point and do a new game plus. Uh, don't quite know what I'm going to play next. Probably more Fortnite. But we've got a Hack the Dino account now, which is how Floppy was able to stream. We'll be uh, All three of us will be sharing that account. Um, Braden's going to do some setting up here. So I'm going to start streaming some really cool old retro games. I really want to uh, stream Pokemon again. One of the Pokemon games. I'm definitely going to stream Pokemon Snap one afternoon. I just don't know when. The original Pokemon Snap, I got my 64 set up. Um, so that's going to be really cool. But uh, yeah, hopefully we get a lot more into it. We don't have a timetable. I don't think we'll have a timetable. Yeah. It'll pretty much be, you know, we pop up. So be sure to, we got a notification on Twitch. I was going to say, there's notifications on Twitch. Make, make sure that those are still on. If you follow on Twitch, they turn on automatically. So that's all good. Um, gonna... And then otherwise, just keep an eye out on like Instagram and Facebook stories, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And also YouTube. They'll be going up to YouTube uh, probably the week after we stream as well. I think I'm going to try and finish off John Wick. I'll try and do a chapter each session. Cool. And then I'm thinking about hitting up the remake of 13, if anyone wants to see That's it. That's pretty cool. Um, if anyone in the chat or anyone watching has any ideas about games they'd like to see us stream, let us know in the comments, uh, post down below, and uh, we will... Oh, what do we got there? Dylan the Villain has said Maneater. He's been playing Maneater. Oh, he's been playing oh. Maneater. He's been playing Maneater. Well, I mean, Maneater is a possibility now, because I think that's on... It's on PS5. Yeah. And it is like the greatest game ever released. I reckon, yeah, that might be a game you stream as well, Floppy. Or oh, maybe I should do it because I haven't played it yet. Oh, dude, you should. And Ooh. I'll jump in the stream with you, like chat. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's talk about... Oh, Braden, what have you been playing? Oh, um, I... Interestingly enough, we'll talk about this game later on in the show. But uh, I have... I'm, a, I'm about 40 hours deep into Ghosts of Tsushima. Ooh. I, I bought it the day it came out. Same. And it was sealed on my shelf until the other week. <laughs> Not the same. Um, what do you yeah, think so far? I So I started off, I'll, I'll talk about it a bit more later, but I started off being really immersed and then I realized something and it kind of put me out a bit. But the main story I'm loving. Yeah. The rest of the stuff I have things to say about. So we'll get to that. Are you following the critical path or are you doing what I did and just going around exploring everywhere? It's beautiful to explore. It I is, love exploring it? and everything. Yeah. Um, but again, I reached a point and I'll talk about that. So mm. stay tuned. Okay. So let's get into a little bit of uh, video game news. We've had the nonsense. It's time for news. That's just in. Uh... For those of you who don't know, 31st of March, Nintendo is executing Mario. That's right, as of the 31st of March, they will be taking Mario out in the front of Nintendo headquarters and swiftly uh, dealing with the plumber who has been their mascot for 35 years. 
Of course, I'm joking. Uh, they're not really doing that. It's just the end of the 35th anniversary, and that's when Nintendo said that uh, the Mario All-Stars 3D pack will no longer be available. Uh, they won't be shipping any more of the handheld uh, Mario 35th anniversaries, and Mario 35 will be taken off the Nintendo Switch Online, the Battle Royale game. So, uh, still don't know why, uh, besides, uh, what, mock scarcity? But that doesn't benefit them, does it? Well, it does if it gets people buying their, their units. Like, I went past some uh, retail stores recently, and all the Mario 3D All-Stars games were on special, because they had heaps of them. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it just made me think, like, by giving it a, a time limit, I was listening to a podcast today where one of the hosts said that they were against it, and now that it's getting closer to the 31st, they're going, oh, but do I get it? Like, I mean, I've got these games, but... Do I get it? It's, a, it's more of a convenience thing as well because you don't really get a lot out of the 35th anniversary. It's basically ports coming straight over. Yeah. Um, like for me, I got, well, being a collector, I was going to get them anyway. But, um, yeah, just a little bit. Just that room in there might. Um, yeah, so it's, I think, more of a convenience thing. You have all these three games at your beck and call wherever you go. Um, I've got the cart version uh, because I didn't want to fit it on my... Uh, switch and also being a collector so sort of thing happens do you think that by making it uh have an expiry date more people are going to buy it than if they didn't have an expiry date well i think that's do their you think logic. It's a psychological thing i i think they're they're trying to make a false scarcity type thing to force people to buy it or the fence sitters to buy it or people who are afraid of fomo basically they're relying on fomo fomo fear of missing out okay cool thank you um so yeah i i just I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. it. Part of me is thinking it's not being like they're almost being anti-consumer, um, and I mean, not it's odd. Like it, it's just not. It's not Nintendo. Like lately, they've done a lot of things where you've gone, Nintendo, stop! Like you've got enough money, just stop it. Like <laughs> I always thought, and I thought Mario was an odd choice to do something like that with because I think it's Mario. Like people are gonna buy it anyway. Like why do you need to? do that yeah i mean there's never really been a, a hideous mario game i mean there's been some, we went through it last we show. went there's through 10 some... of them last game like, last <laughs> okay. show, actually. nintendo licensed games <laughs> yeah there was like that, two yeah that are like they're all pretty playable even mario brothers 2 is, is fine it's a it's a fine game um probably be a better game if it wasn't a mario game truth be told but yeah but i don't it know it wasn't actually a mario game um brayden someone who didn't grow up playing these mario games what do you think I, so I have, a, I have a thing that I've realized um, recently. It's like come to my attention more recently. I've always thought about it in the back of my mind. But I have put a connection between Nintendo and sneaker companies. More than anything, I want to go to Nike and be like, Hey, listen, I want to buy this pair of Jordans from you, Nike, the brand who made them. I want to give you my money and purchase a product. And you won't let me do that because of the scarcity you've created. And I can only buy it from resellers who are charging thousands of thousands of dollars for it. So I have a couple of friends who are in the sneaker thing. Mm. I had no idea how volatile this was until you mentioned that and I went and asked. Yeah, mm. it is insane. The, so, and not to mention all the controversies about people like secretly buying off the company itself through backdoor entry and everything like that to create scarcity so that then resellers have money for it. It's ridiculous. Um, but I had the connection where I went, hang on a second, Nintendo are doing the same thing. Yeah. Because if I wanted to go and play Pokemon right now, 
I would have to find a Game Boy and find a Game Boy cart of which none of that money goes to Nintendo. No. And I understand Nintendo make a lot of money, so they don't really care, but they could make more money. And that confuses the frick out of me. Well, I mean, you can play the original uh, Hot Gold, uh, sorry, Gold, Silver, Red, Blue, and Crystal. Uh, They put a ROM on the DS for 15 bucks Australian, I think. Yeah. And you can play it. Why wouldn't you do that with the Switch? They had had Pokemon Snap on the Wii. Like, I boot up my Wii now. You should see all the games I've got on there because all I did was download all the ROMs of all the games that I like to play in Mm. one convenient spot. And they haven't done that on the Switch. The fact that I can't on the Switch, like, I don't care if they charge $50 a pop for them. (sighs) People would, no, but people would buy it. Pokemon, absolutely. People would buy it hands down. It would not matter. You make it digital only, no one would care. They would still pay the money and... Because I would. I would play Pokemon games, like, from the start, if they were available. But they're just not. You can walk into an EB Games today and get uh, gold, silver, and I think it's... Is it crystal? Yep. For $13 as a digital code. Yep. Goddamn. To to play on your 3DS. Yep. Yeah. I've got them all on my in the shop. Or your 2DS. Yep. But, again... Not on the Switch. No, but why, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you not? It's obviously doable. Like, and all these Mario 3D All Stars, they are all just uh, it, it's um, just ROMs. Like, it's proven that it's all ROMs. Okay. Uh, my next question is like, obviously, Nintendo have got this manufactured scarcity. Um, is it better than actual scarcity? For example, the PlayStation Five, because there's people out there. Hi, Dan, who still don't have a <laughs> PlayStation Five or a Series X. Um, is that better? I think it's... No, it's not better. I think because the actual scarcity is not due to anyone being underhanded. It's just they're, well, stu- they're just manufacturing the crap well, out of it. I mean, there are underhanded people buying up. Okay, but it's not in consoles. the company. It's not the company that's doing making them scarce. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Company's not, they're company trying to make as many as they can because they want money. Mm. Well, I place the blame purely on Amiibo. That's that's um, what my yeah, final bloody comment is. Yeah, Amiibos. Oh, look, it's the sneaker podcast. Look at these Look at guys. shoes. Look at those shoes. Why do well, you need that many pairs sim- of shoes? There's similar photos of guys sitting there with massive amounts of PlayStations. Yeah, exactly. It's all the, all the resellers who buy all the stock. With all their then, bots. And then none of none of that money goes to like the company. But the company made... doesn't care. In the end, company makes their money. Like, yeah. Like, what do they no, care? They make their small amount of money by comparison. I Look don't get it. Look at that shoe spinning behind him. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Anyway, uh, moving on to something that also looks pretty cool. We got a glimpse of actual Deathloop gameplay. Uh, now, you remember one of my criticisms, the last uh, State of Play where they showcased Deathloop, was I wasn't sure if it was gameplay. Mm. And I was sort of worried about the direction of the game. So this came out, I think, last week or early this week. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, watching this, um, it looks pretty cool. Like I, I mentioned as well back then that I was worried there was no HUD. And I just don't actually think this game has much of a HUD. I don't. I think we're getting away from the need for HUDs. Yeah. Um, looks really fluid. Looks really fun. Looks really gory. Looks violent as heck. Um, and I mentioned at the top of the show <laughs> it's about... Like, it's like cartoon gory, though. That's great. Because like, it's all stylized. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show about our fantasy critic. For those of you who don't know, we have a little fantasy critic over at uh, bit.ly backslash dino critic or bit.ly 
backslash HTD critic. Check. It's one of them because we've got a Patreon one and one with just us three. But the one with just us three, the official Hack the Dino fantasy critic, uh, my counter pick was Deathloop because I was worried at it by then. <sighs> After seeing this, I think I'm in trouble, guys. <laughs> I think... That's understandable. I, I, I think I made a boo-boo. <laughs> I think my it? crown is in danger. <laughs> Who has it? Uh, floppy, maybe. Or do you have it, Braden? Oh, I can't remember. I think I've got it. I think floppy One of you do. It. I'm trying to check now. I'm going to check now. But, uh, yeah, I'm... But yeah, this does this, look awesome. This it, looks it excellent. It does look very, very good. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh, we'll see. Uh, next show, <laughs> we might give a, a, a fantasy critic update yeah. for those of you who are... Yeah, let's not do it that. yet. Let's wait till I've got more points on the board for it. But you can follow us if you go to either of those bit.ly addresses. So that's bit.ly backslash htdcritic or bit.ly backslash dinocritic, all lowercase. You can actually follow uh, our leagues and see who's winning and, and comment on that as well. And of course, in our Discord, you can chat there about it. Um, chatting about something else now. Braden, you mentioned Ghost of Tsushima before. I certainly did. Um... Yeah, so Ghost of Tsushima, mm. little game from uh, uh, Sucker Punch. Well, not only is it a little game, it's soon to be a little old movie. Mm. That's right, Ghost of Tsushima today was announced that they are making a, a movie based on Jin, Jin Sakai. Uh, and it is being helmed and directed by uh, Chad Stahelski. Do you know who that is? No. He's the man behind John Wick. Oh, I like a bit of John Wick. So Stahelski uh, was best known for his work in stunts. Over the years, he's worked as stunt coordinator, choreographer, and more, uh, and has worked on movies such as Deadpool, The Hunger Games, Captain America Civil War, and The Matrix Reloaded. Uh, he's sc scheduled to begin filming John Wick 4 soon, which means Ghost of Tsushima will likely still be a fairly far way away. Um, Braden, this might be a good time for you to drop your Ghost of Tsushima views yes so i yeah just started and everything uh all that i knew about it going into it was obviously that it's set in japan um but from uh i believe uh ben you and dan talking about it um about this time last year or whenever it was um whenever, whenever it came out uh, you guys talked about it for a bit and the one thing i can remember was when we talked about it you guys hadn't left the first island still haven't <laughs> still yeah. haven't left the first island so the that thought didn't occur to me until I was maybe twelve hours in, and I was I was so immersed in the game and everything. I was like, like fully invested in everything. I was exploring. I was doing all these different side quests and stuff. I was so invested in everything about it, and then I accidentally bumped the map to view the whole thing. I zoomed out accidentally, and I just went, "Fuck, this game's too big." <laughs> like it's too big. The fact that I'm 40 hours into it and I'm still only two thirds through the whole map. Yep. Do you know what's really going to be funny as well? Is that by the time you get to that third uh, third act, you're going to be so OP. Oh, <laughs> like, like, are you already yeah. the ghost? No. Well, no. So this is the thing. I've only... I'm like 40 hours in. I've only just collected his family armor. Oh. Which isn't even the ghost armor yet. No. Like... I'm 40 hours into this game. And that's the beauty about it. You can follow the critical path. And yeah, like go... I could have been blasting through that. But once I saw the map and I went, oh shit, this is too big. I then started making it so that I was only paying attention to the main story and the character side quest stuff. Mm. And I was like really invested in that. Whenever I was exploring and just getting collectibles and doing map 
icons and stuff like that. I then just checked out and started listening to podcasts and stuff. Game Boy Dad says he's platinumed it in like 50 hours. Yeah, but Game Boy Dad's a game gobbler. Game gobbler. He, gobbles, he gobbles up the games and then he sells them. He, he uses them for what they're worth and then kicks them out. Kicks him out on the curb without even taxi fare. Speaking of Game say, Boy Dad, he's the one. He's in, got Deathloop in our uh, Patreon fantasy Creek and Braden's got it in our. Oh, I have it. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm happy with that. I'm um, not. <laughs> but yeah, my one thing with it being so big is that I just I started finding that the only real way to get around after you've like initially explored a little bit is purely through fast travel. Yeah. And that's like the only way to do it because otherwise this game is going to be 200 hours long. Well, as I said, I'm still on the main island so I just walk around just killing Mongols yeah. like whenever it's, I can. It's, it's excellent. It's, do it's you do sneaky game. tactics or do you do the samurai? I legitimately swap between. Oh, really? So I actively, depending on what I'm doing, I change my armor. I change... like Because they all have different stats for different things. Yep. So if I'm going into a big, massive fight... I'll start in the um, I'll start in the uh, the Ronin outfit because mm-hmm. it looks the coolest and it's great with the straw hat and everything, um, and then I'll I'll use that when I'm sneaking and everything as well, and then when I get into a big fight or anything, or if I know I'm about to just go straight into a big fight and I want to do a standoff, I started wearing the samurai armor, but then now I'm wearing the family armor, and I didn't like the design of it. Like, when I first started the game, I was like, nah, I only want to wear the Ronin armor. All the rest looks shit. And then I got really into it because of the story. So now I love the family armor. And um, and then, uh, like, I can't wait to get the ghost armor. Oh my god, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, I, um, I do strict samurai. I like walk into the middle of the village and I press that button so he yells out a challenge. Yeah. And oh, I've powered so up the uh, the tree where you can do multiple attacks. Yeah. So you can get five in a row. Oh man, that feels like a badass. Yeah. It's so it's good. A... I'm starting to think I should probably get back to this. Yeah, I, I, need to I started well. playing it it's when it first so came out, good. but it wasn't what I was in the mood for at the time. Yeah. yeah. I totally accepted it was great, but I didn't want to keep I didn't want to make myself keep going, so I ended up resenting it. Yeah, that's anyway, fair enough. This has got a great story as well. Um, yeah, the story's excellent. And I really think if they get this right and make it a really sweet like um, action martial arts pick, uh, this this is going to be mm. this is re- going to be a great film. Do you reckon they'll get David Carradine? No, he's dead. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Do you have another reason to back it up with though? Uh, yeah, he's also Caucasian. Didn't stop him in Kung Fu. Yeah, in the 70s, which was highly problematic back then, old man. Um, Speaking of problematic, there's other TV shows, which are, well, other uh, properties that would be turning into movies and TV shows. Um, The most famous of which is Last of Us becoming a TV show. Not the most famous. uh, With uh, Mitch Dreyer, was it Mitch Dreyker? 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 Dr. Ackerman. Are you, just, are you having a stroke? I am. Neil Druckmann? Neil Druckmann, thank you. <laughs> Mitch Druckmann. I, no, no, I just kept thinking of his Twitch handle name, which Good is Dr. Ackman. I am trying how you got there. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> he said that because he's a writer on the TV series, it will follow some of the game, but also deviate heavily for it. Which I'm is, okay with that. It's fine. It's exploring more of the same world. Yeah. Uh, another TV show that is coming out is... Yes, I'm keen for this one. Twisted Metal. Not... You bastard. You did that on purpose. <laughs> it's not twisted metal uh there's a twisted metal tv show coming out there is uh which is just 
What? Okay. I don't understand what they're going to do, but cool, fine. Is it going to be like Robot Wars, but maybe? <laughs> I mean, you don't know. That's why I'm eager to see it. And finally, that is just wrapped filming. The Uncharted yes. movie is coming out as well with good old Spidey doing the Nathan Drake. I am very cautiously optimistic about this. Really? Yeah, well, I think... Uh, it's I, just I, Indiana Jones, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's Indiana Jones. I enjoy watching uh, Tom Holland, but I'm also very aware of what video game movies have been like on the whole. <laughs> Well, we've got Mortal Kombat coming out at the end of this month. Also, so I think it's going to be trash, but I think it's going to be great trash. Did, uh, did you guys see the quote from, um, from Tom Holland about Uncharted movie? No. Uh, Is it about it, cutting his hair? No. Well, there was the thing about cutting his hair, and then he basically told Marvel and Sony, I'm not wearing a wig. Yeah. Like, you are accepting that I have an undercut right now, and, that, and now Peter Parker has an undercut. Yep. Deal with it. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Um, Here's an undercut? Yeah, yeah. It, it, like it, he has his Uncharted Nathan oh. Drake hair in Spider-Man 3. I can't wait to see 1994 Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, he said how he kind of feels like it wasn't his best work because he was so focused on hit my mark, look cool. <laughs> and he wasn't really focusing on acting at all. <laughs> and he said, like Tom he said he finished it and he was doing this interview and he was like, yeah, like... Uh, think about it retrospectively. Like I'm not feeling great about it. It's like, oh, oh that's oh, not, oh, not good press. That's not good. Oh, he is pretty. He is known for not saying the greatest things. At he the greatest can't time. censor yeah. himself a lot. No, he has no he's... brain mouth filter. He's like myself. Whatever pops into your head comes flying out your mouth at a million miles oh, an hour. That's why he's so softly spoken. Not always in the correct order either. Um, do you know what else isn't in the correct order, or is in the correct order, depending on what? Uh, reality you come from uh we've got new nintendo switch updates uh for example how much it may cost uh so just to reiterate with the recent uh nintendo switch news about a new console coming out it is not a second iteration of the system it's sort of like a a, a step up from the previous system just like they did with the game boy advance then the game boy advance sp um it is not a brand new system it's just an, an integration a, a 1.5, if you will. It's like a, a slim model PS4 or a Pro. Yeah. Um, so, Bloomberg has reported it will be utilizing NVIDIA's DLSS upscaling technology and incorporating a Samsung OLED display. Oh, I can't wait for that. Also, according to Bloomberg, the Nintendo Switch Pro will use a new NVIDIA chip and utilize the DLSS to upscale to 4K. So, it's not going to be true 4K. It'll simply upscale to 4K, which is fine. I can't tell the difference. Uh, it's because you've got glasses. Uh, they've also reiterated so, that can't tell the, difference. <laughs> the, the new Switch will cost about $50 to $100 US more than the current Switch. Ouch. So if that's true, expect to pay about $350 to $400 for the upgraded console. Um, which, you know, US. that's fair enough. Uh, we saw a patent during the week, which you may have caught if you follow our Instagram at Hack the Dino or on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, there was some leaks of possible new Joy-Cons coming out, which we can see there. You can see the triumphant return of the D-pad. Which is one of the major concerns. And it makes sense that they'd be reinventing the Joy-Cons. Purely because they need to get rid of that Joy-Con drift. Because that's bad. Uh, and we can see it here side by side with the other Joy-Cons. Just to get an idea of what it may look like. So you can see there that we, they seem to have borrowed the thumbstick. Uh, they've gone away from the sort of uh, Wiimote nunchuck. Oh, it's like the 3DS. And gone to the 3DS nunchuck. Uh, style one i didn't notice that in the in the post mm. so i am really looking forward to it i will be getting it regardless um 
I, what I would like to know is, will either of you guys be getting the upgrade? I will definitely consider it depending on the price. Really? Yes. Why, why is price such a big thing? Well, because price should be a thing for everyone, depending, because, you know, as long as I can afford it, I like to think I will upgrade for it. Yes. But I, I want... We're not all Mr. Moneybags. I'm not here. Mr. Moneybags either, but I know how to budget and save for things that I want. So What's do I. Budget? I just want a lot of shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like if it's ridiculous, I'm happy waiting a little bit. Yeah, until it comes down a bit. Yeah, a little bit. If it's like, so what, the current price for a Switch is 469 bucks. Yeah. If it's 510 yeah. If it's 550 probs not yet. But then they'll also, I'm assuming, discount the current model as well. I would And we've already seen so. a huge dive in the Switch lights, which I'm super happy about because the second-hand market for them, their price is just going down, down, down. Brand new, hasn't they? Uh, you, know, they're like, you can get them for under uh, $200 now. The Switch lights, second-hand. It's great. I can't wait until yeah, it's yeah, around that 100 150 mark and I'll scoop them up. All four colors. Yep. I've already got the Pokemon one. So All three colors. Four colors. Four colors. What is it? Graydon, what about you? Um, it's something I would definitely consider. I would be one of those people who I would be in the boat of, I would have to either trade or sell my current switch and swap it. Um, it's something I would consider, but I'm also, I'm currently in a boat where, um, Mikhail and I haven't picked up our switch in a while. Like we just happen to have not played anything at the moment. Um, I'll definitely be jumping on, uh, Shining Diamond or whatever it is, whatever the subtitle is. Yep. But, Um, um, like I'll definitely be picking that up. But in the meantime, I haven't actually played a whole lot since. I've literally, uh, Mikhail and I are still on Hades. We haven't played much more of it. Oh, that one uh, game of the year at the BAFTAs today. Yeah, BAFTAs just happened, didn't yep. it? Yep. Speaking of Hades, did you pick up the physical version? Not yet. Mm, I no, wanted to get it. The cover of it is so Amazing. pretty. Just like everything so about pretty. that game. Just I want. Brilliant. I just want an art book. I want them to release an art book. <sighs> yes. I'll draw some stuff for you. Cheers. I, no, they skipped the fan art stage because they're already so hot. Uh, well, yeah. Um, and so horny. Yeah. Like, really horny. Uh, what Did I, I miss something? <laughs> relax, old man. Um, Get off my lawn. What I uh, really like about this as well, Nintendo did say that they've got a lot more announcements uh, of big hitter games coming out towards the end of the year, which seems to back up the uh, Bloomberg report that maybe come November, we're going to see this brand new Switch alongside a whole slew of new games, maybe some exclusives for the Nintendo Switch, just like we saw with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the new DS. Are you trying to say that Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2? Yes, I am. Sorry, that was the wrong sound effect. It should have been... I'm glad because I was about to call you out on that. (laughs) Good. Speaking of calling out, uh, there's a new Tekken 7 character that's been released as DLC. Her name is Lydia Sobieska. I hope I got that right. Is Tekken still a thing? It is still a thing. Tekken 7's been out for years. But this is a new DLC character. And what piqued my interest, this was uh, shared by Arak in our Discord, um, this lady does Shotokan karate. Do you like karate? I A little bit. A little bit. So, uh... Whenever you see someone doing karate, so for example, Ryu does Shotokan karate, or he originally did, it's not Shotokan karate. Then I watch this sequence here, which we're watching now. She's doing a cutter called Kankudai, which is a uh, black belt cutter. And I actually watched that and went, oh, hang on. That, that, they're actual movements. They've actually got someone and mocap those movements. So have you done that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know that, that cutter. Um, 
So here she is, what they call doing bunkai, which is imagining opponents <laughs> attacking you That's while you're sound. doing the bunkai. Um, and yet, it's all legit. It all checks out. Her fists are straight. Uh, her movements are correct. She's got the correct angle on the feet. What A big tell for me when watching video game uh, karate people is the angles of their fists and their legs because they don't kick correctly. But she's kicking with the side of her foot with the heel out, thrusting it in there, cracking those ribs. Even during the gameplay, she's doing the correct movements. Uh, so I was actually really impressed. Um, the only thing I wasn't impressed about is that she's got her gi hanging around her waist, which is not something that anyone who does budo karate does. She's also got like slits down the side of her leg and wearing shoes. So, you know, probably not the best. Maybe it's like a cross between the 90s zip up pants and... Well, it shouldn't Who's be. Who's this dude? <laughs> yeah, some random guy. Uh, but on the whole, her movements, her blocks, her parries... They all check out. I'm really impressed. She's got really solid stance work. She went into a Kibidachi there and then transferred over to Zenko Sadachi. It was really, really good. Quite impressed by it. So, so on the whole... Words. I didn't know what they were then. <laughs> uh, even that jump kick. That's in uh, Kanku Dai as well. The Rengeri jump kick. See, they've like motion capped someone. Clearly. They very, were clearly. Like, I actually very saw adept. one of the Japanese uh, YouTube channels that I follow called Kuriobi. Um, which records a lot of uh, karate practitioners throughout the world. They actually posted this and did a reaction to it and went, yeah, this, this, this is pretty pretty spot on. That's cool. That's cool That's to cool. see something in like in, in a series like Tekken where things can be so insane and then for for their, for them to like adapt that into their world but have it still work. Well, like, honestly, it's the most realistic... Like, she's a Yamazuki then? <clears throat> Uh, it's the most realistic-looking karate techniques in a fighting game I've, I've ever seen. Um, so I'm even on the side of going, maybe I should pick this game up and buy this character just to see how it plays, how it flows. We should stream it. We can stream it. And is, that I can like just... a, is that like a dirty feeling for you to not for, for it to, to play Tekken and not Street Fighter? Is that a thing? Yeah, a little bit. Mm. If we stream it, I could be the guy that does capoeira because of my deep background in capoeira. Um, and I'm very familiar with the moves because um, I did it once. Um, oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. End of this trailer. She's a cop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, cop or president, I think. President? President of what? See, she even says us, which is something I don't like, but that's a What's whole... Us? Us, um, so us. no one actually knows where Us came from. Us. If we're going to talk about karate. Uh, us is basically uh, in Japan, well, in, in martial arts circles. Basically, all right, so in Western society, they use Us as a way of saying, us. yes, I understand. Um, so you even hear Ryu say, Us. us. Um, and it's not really known where it came from. One of the interpretations I've read is actually is an abbreviation of Ahelgazamas, which is good morning. A formal way of saying good morning. And where I read that it came from was on the submarines during World War II. Instead of saying, oh, because almost as they're walking past their captains, they just went, us. Us. Because you walk past them like... Yeah. So whereas I personally prefer to acknowledge someone by going, hi, which is Japanese for yes, I understand. Oh, I thought it was just hi. No, hi. H-A-I. Hi. Us. I love, I, can I sorry I love Braden's little oops. I don't it, it really gets I watched me. I watched one martial arts class one time and I was so overtaken with how much they said oos. oh it's ridiculous it, it was it so annoys and it was when like I, say it from your gut and I was like what when I went like because I 
travel around Australia and have traveled to Japan with karate as well. You go to some of these seminars and there's people when the instructor's talking and he'll say three words and they go, us, us, yeah. hi. So this is exactly how us, you like. punch us when you us. Like they're just replying. It's like, shut up and let the person talk. Anyway, that's Ben's rant corner. Time for another segment I like to call the PlayStation Roundup. I don't know why we're speaking Spanish. No, 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 I don't know either. But um, there was a whole heap of little bites of PlayStation news that came out over the past so couple many of weeks. little things. So I decided to group them all together and we'll just have a chat about them. So the biggest one that I saw was that Sony now owns Evo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had a bit of a discussion going on our um, Discord about this, didn't we? Yeah, so for those of you not in the know, Evo is the big fighting game tournament uh, where they have games such as Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, um, and uh, Smash Brothers Smash. until recently when they... Well, they didn't the previous one because there was a whole um, controversy there that we don't need to go into. You can search it up yourself and find out what some horrible people did, some yucky things. Um, but yeah, Sony just went out and bought the whole damn thing. Well, you know, Microsoft's been buying everything. I guess they had to get something. Well, it just makes me think, what are Sony actually planning for? Like, you don't buy something this big. Like, are they going to invest... Like, the PlayStation 4 had um, pretty much Street Fighter Five exclusive. So if you wanted to play Street Fighter Five, you needed a PC or you needed a PlayStation, um, a PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. You know, is this sort of what they're relying on now? Is it, Are they going to try and just get as much exclusives and... and I don't know what their game is here. Well, look, they've always been one for exclusives. That's sort of what, uh, that's their jam. Mm. That's what they've always done well. It's always worked for them. Uh, I think this is probably just like the next next step in exclusives is to have exclusives at a competition. Right. And to have that competition as exclusive for you. Well, the next Evo will be taking place in August. And so far, Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5, Mortal Kombat 11 and Guilty Gear Strive have been revealed as games for the event. No news on if Nintendo will be joining with Smash Brothers, part of due to the controversy that uh, surrounded that uh, environment, and also part of the fact that Nintendo generally doesn't like playing with Sony <laughs> because reasons. Um, moving along, over on the PlayStation blog, just out of blue, they decided to reveal the new PlayStation VR controllers. There you go. That's them. These are... Uh, uh, no? Um, look, I think the design of the actual controller parts is cool. Looks really ergonomic. Looks like it's going to be really usable. The big ass wraparound parts, it looks wanky as heck. But is that just aesthetic or is that used for sensing I hand movements? Would, no, that would be on the actual triggers. You reckon? You don't yeah. think that maybe they've got some kind of AR, AR, uh, infrared? No, kind of I think that's aesthetic as heck and I think it looks a little bit dumb. Well, they've got the wrist straps there as well. But I might be wrong. Well, I think that's just all of them. All hand controllers have them, don't they? Well, I guess they have to now. Apart from it's the ones made that... me want the PSVR to just be a big sphere. <laughs> like Cerebro? Like, like, like you look like Dead Mouse. Like, you look like you're a DJ. <laughs> I want to look like Charles Xavier. Whole head. Charles Xavier in the latest X-Men comics, where he just walks around wearing the Cerebro Ooh, helmet yeah. all the time. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I'm hoping for just a helmet. Like a uh, was a, a valve index, which is just the helmet, no cords, wireless. Put it on, go to your heart's content. Um, it makes me think if they're releasing releasing this, this might be a, a 2021 release. This could be run alongside the Switch, the new Switch Pro, whatever. November December release, you reckon? I I would say that if they're releasing that already, remember they released the PS5 controller 
a couple of months before they released the actual system. They did? Was it a couple of months or was it just like a couple of weeks? No, I'm pretty sure it was a couple of months. You might be right. Um, Yeah, I I think we might be seeing new VR coming out real soon. I'd be keen. Yeah, I don't know if I'll I'll get it or not. I mean, I played uh, PS... uh, Super hot on the PSVR was great. I loved it. It's fantastic. It's the best VR game you'll play. Um, What if they brought out Tekken and you could do karate? I think that'd be dangerous. You almost died a couple of times with me playing super hot. <laughs> oh, if we've got footage for that, we should release that at some point. It was legitimately terrifying. <laughs> I almost died uh, twice. Just because your training takes over and I just fall into these natural movements. And because I'm in the game, I don't know what's going on around me. And I just heard laughing and like Brayden going, yep, Floppy almost died. <laughs> and then I saw footage <laughs> that Brayden took. And it's legitimately me swinging at something and Floppy just going, I'm happy to climb over a chair to get out of the way. That was great. Yep. The last 10 years, that's what gave me grey hair. Uh, Square Enix had a digital event. And as that ties into Sony, they actually had their Avengers roadmap. Announced that Spidey will not be coming to the Avengers game until later in 2021. Um, We can also see there that we've got, uh, obviously, the Hawkeye stuff. Release some uh, new suits for Iron Man, Red Room Takeover, which is what is Red Room? Do you want me to jump through and yeah, if you could, yeah, yeah, please. So I've considered jumping back into Avengers. Really? I'm not sure. I'm 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 iffy about it. I think it might just be Greg Miller in my head. Um, That's what he does. I know he's he's king of it. He's on the payroll. Yeah, honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But yeah, so this is really interesting to see. Like, it's good to finally have something. It's really not really that full of stuff. No, it's like, more there, there's a lot areas. Of, there's a lot of things here, but a lot of these are just... So Tachyon Anomaly, that image with all the Iron Men, that's just them saying, hey, you know how like it, if you teamed up with your friends and you want to be Iron Man, but one of your friends wants to be Iron Man, it's just whoever gets him first, and then you have to pick someone else. Um, now it's you can have a team full of the same character doesn't matter that's pretty cool um they're consistently giving it a billion different costumes i feel like i still follow them on instagram and every i feel like every single day they're like this costume's out now this costume's out now for money i was gonna say they're all a part of their money stuff but mm. Um, and literally nothing else here is actually anything new per se except for the end when it's War for Wakanda with Black Panther. So that's an actual expansion to the story. That's a full... So like and the start free. here, the Operation Hawkeye stuff. Like, we got the Kate Bishop Hawkeye stuff. Then we're, we're getting the um, Clint Barton um, Old Hawkeye Man stuff. Hawkeye. Old where Man you Hawkeye. Play, he has a dream. You play the dream. blind? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then we're waiting all the way until whenever, because they haven't announced an actual date yet, because uh, every single one has been delayed so far. So unless this is now their new schedule that they've given, because every both Hawkeyes were delayed and put out late. So unless this is their new schedule and this will actually arrive on time, who knows? Well, they also had that thing where they were um, making the grinding harder or making you grind more. Yeah. So you couldn't get through the levels of each hero as fast. And they They're said it was a part of game balancing. that aren't the things that people want changed. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I, I just, <sighs> also, they also didn't actually show off or talk about this particular point. 
that they're having outfits inspired by the MCU. Oh, they're out now. I saw one the other day. They are out now? Yeah, yeah. Um, they had... I'm looking them up. Iron Man's MCU one, and I think they also had uh, his giant comic one from Heroes Reborn. Oh, yeah. Where he had that big jetpack on the back. So, I won't lie. It's actually kind of intriguing me to go have a look at the game again. I'm actually hearing that a lot. Dylan, uh, Dylan the villain in the chat is saying that he's actually back in and enjoying Avengers. I'm wondering if it's starting to take a little bit of a turn. I don't mean if it's going to shoot back up, but I wonder if it's just... I wonder if it's slightly redeeming itself. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I know making a game is really, really hard. I know it takes a lot of time and effort and obviously having a worldwide global pandemic can put a massive spanner in those works. But I just think it's its almost too little too late. I, I think they've just missed too many boats um, and it, it's just, it doesn't have enough to go on. So, I mean, the story about just the other day, you had uh, a mutual friend ask you if he could play it with his son. Yeah, sit down and play it with his son, and you had to let him know that no, it's not a, a split person game. I don't know if that. Why not? Why wouldn't like put that in? I mean, oh, it's not as easy as going. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't train. think it's that easy, and I don't think but, it was ever designed to do that from the very beginning. So it's probably quite hard. Why not? Look, I'm sure there was. I'm sure like there was a reason at the time. They went. They probably could have gone it. Look, yeah, they wanted more money. Also, can I can I just bring it up because I actually really like their reveal. Um, their Black Panther suit does look really damn cool. Yeah. Like, it looks sick. This is their reveal that they did for it. And I was watching this and I was like, okay, yeah, like, this all checks out. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it does look cool. It's really cool. And now, see, I think that got pushed back because of uh, Chadwick Bosman's passing. Yeah, that was a thing. Because this this image here, that that logo of theirs in the back Mm. um, was on something earlier. They like teased something mm. and it had that on it. Well, that also got pushed back in the latest Fortnite scene, uh, season, mm. well, that Marvel Fortnite season, yeah. where he was released the next season as an expansion. Yeah. Um, I think I'll go back and look at this. Yeah? You reckon you're, you're down for it? Yeah. And like I said before, I don't think this is going to save it and make it a humongous success, but I think this is just going to keep it going as a steady. Mm. People will come back and play it. I think. But I mean, all right, so it keeps going as a steady thing, but is that going to justify the. No doubt, huge amounts of money they have to pump in for the licensing, for the servers, for all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Mm, I was going to say, my my new thing is that they've they've announced that they're doing a new thing. I said it when uh, they all they had announced was the Hawkeye stuff. And I was like, what is this thing going to do next? Because it's meant to be... Uh, like, I Ever-growing. Think, uh, Greg Miller, uh, kind of funny, he sums it up really well in his little video where he described what they should be doing. And he was like, you've, you've pegged it as a, as a Destiny-like, as a live game. But instead, you should be thinking of it as an event game mm. where every, every month or so, like, you come back to it and there's a new thing there for you. Don't think of it as there's stuff there every day, every week. There's new things coming. It's, they've pegged it to live Mm. rather than it being event, which is what it actually is. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will now be interested to see if they do anything. If if Black Panther can bring people into playing the game again, who knows? But if they if it doesn't, I think, like, if we see another DLC after this, I will be shocked. Mm. Well, they have to. They have to really spotty. Um, I also doubt that will ever happen. Yeah. Speaking of being shocked, uh, the PlayStation stores on the PS3, PSP, and Vita are being shut down, thrown up, tossed in the bin. Um, PS3 and PS 
P will be closing on July 2nd and the Vita on August 7th. So if you've got any of those games on those shops that you thought, oh, maybe I want any digital exclusives, get them jump now. on there, get them now because that's it. They're gone for good. Um, what do you think about that, Floppy? Uh, look, it's always inevitable that it's going to happen. I didn't think it would happen this soon. No? Well, I didn't think the PS3 would be shut down this soon. Or the Vita. PSP, like, I didn't actually realize that was still going. <laughs> <laughs> wait, it's the, wait, hold up! It, I just realised. Yeah, it's the PSP, not the PS Vita. Both is both. Oh, it's so both. Like, okay, the Vita. Vita still had games being released physical for up until what two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think I thought that was that was a surprise. Like that the the digital ones getting shut down now. PS3, like that two years ago, was still getting games released for that. So I thought that was that's a bit weird. weird. I think the PS2. Like, how long did the PS2? I can't recall. I have a digital thing I, going. I, I don't have a timeline. And yeah. anyway, um, but yeah, it, like it kind of sucks. Like it's inevitable. It though. does How, suck. But when you, I guess when you look at the percentage of people that go back and purchase those things, still is so minute that it's for well, them. And, and is it Josh Ryan, Jim Ryan, head of Sony, has said yeah. like he doesn't understand backwards compatibility. That's why it's never been a, a major thing for them. Yeah. That's why they've never focused on it. Um, and all their statistics say that yeah, people want it, but no one uses it. So exactly, they want it to be there. A vocal minority complain about it, yeah. and then the Snyder Cut comes out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Snyder Cut, you too might be able to play games from yesteryear, because uh, on March 18th, a new patent from Sony was published titled Method and Apparatus for Awarding Trophies. Now, the patent re- uh, reads as, a computer-implemented method assigns one or more trophies to a user. A game is emulated in response to a request from a client device. An emulated game from a client, so maybe putting a, a disc in a, of, of a game that you haven't played in a while in the PS5 and it downloading an emulated ROM. Sounds awfully like uh, the way that it, other backwards compatibility works. It continues, a trophy trigger is uh, dedicated, uh, yeah, detected during emulation of the game by comparing a memory value of the emulator game to blah, 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 blah. Basically, popping trophies on old games. Um, Sounds like they could be experimenting with backwards compatibility and doing it in the most sensible way. You have a disc, you put it in, it downloads a ROM. Which Spider-Man game is that? It's Spider-Man 2. Oh, I was going to say. This was the best Spider-Man 2 game. This spi- the, best I've, Spider-Man game. I've got it on the GameCube. Bruce Campbell's in this one. Yes. Yeah, this is the pizza mission. Yeah, it's great. Mm. If yeah. this happens, I uh, will be clinically dead. <laughs> because I just won't exist as a human being anymore. I'll be going back and playing all my PS2 games and getting trophies. What you would you play first? Uh, yeah, yeah, I still have it. But, like, I mean, Spider-Man 2, 100%. Yep. Um, Ratchet and Clank already has HD remakes and ma- well, master- remasters and stuff. So I platinumed uh, a couple of them on both Vita and PS4. But, like, I will totally go back and play old PS2 games and, like, just revisit everything and be like, oh, yes, I'm not wasting my time. I'm still wasting my time. Those things don't matter. Do you know what the best part about Spider-Man 2 game was? When you 100%ed it, you could play as the Green Goblin. <laughs> and, and I did that I never did that game. it was so good yeah great game speaking of great games PlayStation is about to give away 10 free games for anyone who has a PlayStation and wants to play free games as part of their play at home initiative now I've got here the list of 10 games and I thought it'd be fun just to go through them very very quickly and rank them 1 to 10 
So I will read out the list of games and we will discuss what goes up at number one position all the way down to number 10. Now we haven't all played each and every one of these games, so forgive us if yours isn't high enough up on the list. But either way, those are all free. You can all download them uh, now, apart from Horizon Zero Dawn. You can download them all now. Uh, for a limited time though, so make sure you download them quick. And I don't know if you download them and then delete them. Are they in your library forever then? I believe so. I think so. Yeah, these are like, like a PlayStation Plus. Like you so you should go and download Plus. them and then just delete them if you're yeah, not going to play just them. Just download them into your library. But we've got Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, Paper Beast, and Horizon Zero Dawn. So where do we reckon... Well, already, what, what are we thinking number one should be? First of all, I'm going to tell you, I've played Abzu, mm -hmm. Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot, and Horizon Zero Dawn. We can go through that as we go, but uh, I mean, I think so I don't it's know pretty how obvious what number one's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think we're both in agreement that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be number one. Braden, what do you think? 100%. Yep. All right, yeah. we'll lock that one in. This game is great. Also, one that they should make a movie or a TV show about. Well, you never know. I think it'd be a good TV show since yeah, the guy's never played it. It's an all right comic. Says the guy, you never... I've never played it. I've got it there. The comic's good. Yeah, I reckon maybe that'll be a game I'll stream at some point. Horizon Zero Dawn. Do it, man. It's amazing. Um, number two. Number two. Now, I've played Abzu. Um, easiest way to describe Abzu was a game company played Journey and thought, man, we really want to make this game. But instead of in a desert, <laughs> let's do it underwater. It is beautiful. Uh, it is. It doesn't have quite the same feeling as Journey. Um, Look at that big fish. Yeah, uh, the whale scene <laughs> sort of freaks me out a bit. Um, that's to ride. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's fun. It's cool. I mean, it's free, so you, everyone should play it. It's it's uh, a it's a work. It's a walking sim. I get creeped out by the length of his flippers. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's basically a journey underwater. Yeah. Um. So, where would you put it at the moment? I mean, these numbers can change up and down. I would right now. I would put it at number two, but under Horizon Zero Dawn. Really. Number two. What do you think, Brad? So well, at the moment, we've talked five. about, we've talked about say, two the, games. At though. the moment, we're at two games. So yeah, but I also we, put it at two. We can put it in any number on the list and yeah. then it can jump up and down from there. I was going to say, so it's safe to put it at two and we can and the next one might move them around. All right. Blah, blah, blah. That checks out to me. We'll do it your way. Not the like right I way. meant the show. All right, next we've got Enter the Gungeon. Now, I haven't played this, but I've heard really, really good things about it. Uh, former host Dan McGuinness, may he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> love this game. Uh, he, he was really, really high on it. Floppy, have you played Enter the Gungeon or? I haven't. I know of it and I know the kind of game, but I yep. haven't played it. Now, it's a roguelike uh, shoot em uppery. Braden, have you played this? Um, I've not. I've watched a couple of people play it, though, and I find it very interesting. Um, like, the entire premise is hilarious. The fact that they've just changed one letter in Dungeon and made all the enemies bullets. Yep. <laughs> like, it's... It's very silly, and like you but don't see you don't see a dungeon crawler with assault rifles in them, so that's different. And like it, the art style is cute and everything, but um, yeah, it, it I've I've seen people go like get really deep into it and everything. Like there's so much that you can learn about the world and explore and grow with each time you do it. It's again, I'm not a roguelike person, but like it seems like good fun. So where are we going to put this? Above or below Abzu? I would put it below because yep. I think I personally enjoy Abzu style games more than those ones. Okay, I would put it above Abzu mm. because I think... You from, are the one person who has played Abzu, so... Yeah, from what I've read as I've well, Abzu. Um, oh, okay. I think Enter the Gungeon uh, has more appeal, has more longevity, has more replayability. 
Braden, deciding factor. I I will I will go with Ben on this one. I, I think. mean, you're both wrong, but okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll accept it. You have no choice. So, no. Enter the Gungeons at <laughs> two and Abzu's at three. Okay, next up we have Res Infinite, a VR game. I haven't played it. Is it a VR game? I don't know. It looks very VR-ish. Anyway, it's a very music uh, psychedelic. It's a, is it a remake or a sequel for the one that appeared on the PlayStation Two? Um, oh, really, that, really yeah, cool that, that was soundtrack. Weird as hell. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh man, was that a rhythm game? It was, I believe. Yeah. yeah, and like all these elements on there are things that you have to interact. Like everything on here right now is, it looks like an absolute trip. Yep, it's giving me a headache. Um, so what? We're pretty happy with that at four. Yep, for the time being. Yeah, yeah. I take my glasses off. Give me a headache. Okay, Subnautica. Now, this is another one that uh, former dead co-host Dan McGuinness uh, played a lot of as well basically a survival game where you crash land on a reef and have diving implements and you have to go swimming in the ocean to reclaim bits and set up and find a way off the ocean planet I so I played some of this not heaps mm -hmm. but some of it and enough to enjoy it as well it's like No Man's Sky but underwater oh cool so a battery sim no, so it can be a battery sim. So one of the things that I've heard about um, of uh, listening back and hearing people review this when it first came out and everything, um, I honestly, I think this should be like very high up because I've also watched someone play it entirely and like it like was great fun. Um, there is an option to turn off the food and water oh, like, awesome. level. So you can just focus on oxygen and your health bar. Mm. And that makes it way more fun, way less. I've got to worry about how much food I have on me, how much I have to squeeze this fish for water. Like, you don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> That's a euphemism. That's how I get all my fish. You squeeze your water. fish for water. Um, but yeah, and uh, honestly, like, it, this game, like, one is gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, the sheer scale of it is crazy. Like, once you, you find your... You constantly... Are getting upgrades to do dive deeper and into more dangerous situations because you go to a place for the first time you'll be like i am not meant to be here this is terrifying and then you upgrade a bit and you'll go back to it and you'll be like i'm set i've got this and then you'll find another area and you'll be like i am not meant to be here at all there is areas that are like uh you can get radiation poisoning like if you go to the yeah. ship because it's got like a exposed core or something if you go there too early you're, you're gonna die yeah oh, wow so all the all the world building and all of the like tech and like alien creations and stuff that they've made really cool really interesting so i'm thinking this probably goes in at number three yeah uh wait, just under the, enter the gungeon two? i would Ooh. put it at two personally i would two also, or three i would put it at two, two? i put, put it, it above two. enter the gungeon okay all right so we'll go subnautica at two enter the gungeon is now oh whoops that's three messing up my spreadsheet here we go at three abzu is at four and Res Infinite is at five. Next up, we have The Witness. I played a little bit of this. Yeah, what did we think? So it was puzzle solving. It's puzzle solving. So each little area, each little, um, not linear section, but to get open up, a say, an area to, a new, to the new section, you have to solve a puzzle. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them are quite simple. Some of them are hard. I didn't get too far. Uh, one, of, uh, one of my kids actually, I think, finished it. Right. But he really relishes in sort of puzzle solving and sitting down and having to nut over something. Right. Um, but it was made really, it was made like really well done, really solid. He really enjoyed it. I liked the little bit that I played. Um, I don't know if I'd go back to it. It was very pretty though. Mm. Mm. Um, puzzle games aren't my jam personally, which is probably why I haven't got into it. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't have the patience. You know, time is money. 
I actually played through, I think, 90% of this game. Right, right. Um, It's visually beautiful. Um, The puzzles are really interesting and can get incredibly complicated um, because you go into one area, you learn how a puzzle works with these rule sets. There's no tutorial or anything. You just have to figure it out. And then it teaches you over time to learn these different rule sets. Then you start entering areas where like rule sets are mixed. So you have to take in like three different rule sets on the same puzzle and figure out which one cancels out each other and everything. Um, slight spoiler, but not really. I feel like a lot of people talked about it when they were reviewing it. You see that circle and that line there for that sewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start interacting with the world. And the world suddenly, you, re- you realize the first time you do it and you're like, oh my God, there's puzzles everywhere. And there's all these hidden little secret things that you don't find. Um, and yeah, it's, it's gorgeous and such a thinker. If you like puzzle games, like this is excellent. It does look very pretty. Mm. Very, very pretty. Yeah. So where would you put this, Brayden? I, I mean, on a personal scale, I would put it in third place now. Wow. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, what do you think, Floppy? I would put this at third and move Enter the Gungeon to five. Really? Yep. Well, we're not doing that. Oh, uh, we will put it at three. I'll go on your... But we're just bumping down everyone else. Mm. Yeah. So Witness is at three, which means Enter the Gungeon is at four, which means Absu is at five, and Res Infinite is at six. Next, Astrobot Rescue Mission. I'm sorry, but I think this might be number two, maybe even number one, depending on if you have VR. I think the fact that it's only VR is all that's keeping it from being number one. My personal thoughts. I think it's a dead solid crack at number two. I don't think it's got a chance at number one because Horizon Zero Dawn, such a huge, such a complete game. Floppy? Uh, no, you're floppy. Brayden, the other one. I completely agree um, in this sense. Like, I, I think... It being VR exclusive, like, I mean, obviously you can't experience it without VR, but like, if you have VR, it is like one of the top tier things alongside things like Super Hot. Like, it is like Astrobot in general is so good. And how this utilizes VR and like teaches you things to do and then slowly makes it more complicated and reveals little secrets. And it just has so much fun doing it. Yeah. Um, I think this is, yeah, an absolute lock for number two. Okay, so we'll whack that in at number two. Uh, next up, another VR game, Moss. Now, mm. again, I've not played this one, but uh, when it came out, distinctively remember all the sort of video game journalists that I listen to and follow raving about how awesome it is. And much like Astrobot, um, they you're not shoved into a first-person perspective for it. Like they, they use VR in a different way in that you see the level and you have to guide Moss through it in that way. Uh you played this at all, Floppy? No, I missed this one completely. Um, I, I heard all the same people like used to listen to, uh, you know, the kind of funny games guys talking about it and stuff like that. So I was aware of what they thought of it, but never actually got as far as to trying it out myself. All right, Braden? Um, yeah, I think it's incredibly cute. I think it is, I mean, gameplay-wise, it's basically the exact same as Astrobot. I don't mm-hmm. know which came first. Moss came first. Moss came first? Yeah, that checks out. But um, yeah, so I, th- I think it is an excellent little game. Like, I think it is adorable. It's really cute. Um, but I don't think it stands up to what Astrobot then iterated on. And... Mm. So I'm thinking maybe it goes at five. What's that under? Uh, that so pushes under, that goes before Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, so Enter the Gungeon to be underneath it. I think it, I think Moss would go under Enter the Gungeon. So maybe six? Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. So if we go Moss at number six, 
And do that one there. It's Abzu 7 and Res Infinite 8. Yep. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with Abzu being at 7. Well, it's, it's really flown down the list, hey? Mm. Well, too bad. Um, no, really. I mean, I was eager to play that game and I was very disappointed by how shallow it was. No pun intended. Fair. Because <laughs> it's underwater. Yeah. Love that. Okay, next up, Thumper. Now, this is a game I have played. In fact, this was the very first VR game I played at Dan's house. Um, do you remember that at all, Braden? Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, just a rhythm-based VR game. Uh, nothing too bonkers. strenuous about it. Um, you know, it's no super hot. It's no mouse, but, you know, it, it was fun. Mouse? Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of the comic. <laughs> yeah. Or the yeah, character. that's where my hand... Yeah. Um, Personally, I don't know if you guys have played it at all, but I would be fairly comfortable with this being at number nine at the moment. I had not heard of this game until tonight, so I have no opinion. Well, being, it was, I think, almost a launch game for PSVR. Oh, so that's why we're watching it now, and it uh, it looks kind of, you know, um, bland. I've played many games of a similar rhythm style. Yeah. Like, I can't tell if we're playing this, if it's playing a loop of the same five seconds or if it's... Yeah, and I think that's a, a good indication of the type of game that it is. It yeah. is very samey. So I think at the moment, number nine is probably a safe place to put it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. And last one on this list, we have Paper Beast, which I am not familiar with. Floppy, have you played Paper Beast? <laughs> Once again, I'm hearing about it now. Oh, good. Brayden? Um, I also have not played this game. Let's totally judge the crap out of All it. Right, having cool, no we'll go with visuals. So Brandon's going to bring up some footage. There we are. Uh, oh, another VR game. That looks pretty cool, actually. That looks like one of those machines that uh, uses wind power to crawl along the beach. Yeah. So I, I, I like. I can't the remember idea. the name of it. What, what are they? Those. This is two not at all what I thought this game was. They're like shredded paper. I totally things. thought this game was something completely different from like the like the poster for it. I think. <laughs> Like, showed a picture of Mario. No, I'll bring up the poster because it is nothing like this. I don't know what's going on there. I'm assuming from the name, it's shredded paper that have taken on uh, animal characteristics or animal um, Yeah, it's like a big origami game. Moo, I'm a goat. Yeah. Like, I'll bring up the poster because it did not give me that vibe at all. One second. Um, I don't think this is high on the list. No. I'm quite happy to throw in a uh, old one zero on that one. See, I don't know because I, having played Thumper, and like Thumper, you, what you see is what you get. You know, spark yeah, but I knew what music. that was. Like that's what I saw of this game. <laughs> oh, okay, so that makes it look cool. Yeah, I thought it looked really cool, and now I've seen gameplay. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. See, I don't. Uh, I would be happy with putting this at number nine, just because we haven't played it. And one thing with VR is how immersed you do get yeah. into the game. Having played Thumper, it is a very, not generic, but very simple. It's not too deep. It, it's, um, you know, boom, 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 boom. Mm. One of those that we played a million times before, just in VR. Whereas this, I think they'd at least be trying something different. Look, yeah. if there's one thing I've learned in the last 40 years of life, it's totally okay to take five second snap judgment and, and rank things. <laughs> You're right. That is that's a valuable lesson. I'm that's how the learned. pros do it. <laughs> yeah, that's real games journalism. I'm voting, there's one thing I learned from the eighties. <laughs> I'm voting Paper Beast at number nine. Yeah, I'll go with you. Just purely because Thumper looks boring. <laughs> Braden, Braden, you you saw me play Thumper. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Hey, you're right. still getting therapy. I, sorry, I was I checked out entirely. 
Oh, good. So what's the list looking like? Okay, so the list. Uh, number one. Oh, we'll go for number 10. Number 10, we have Thumper. Number nine, we have Paper Beast. Number eight, Res Infinite. Number seven, Abzu. Number six, Moss. Number five, Enter the Gungeon. Number four, The Witness. Number three, Subnautica. Number two, Astrobot Rescue Mission. And the number one game you should play when it's released in August <laughs> or April is Horizon Zero Dawn. We've been Hack the Dino, a news and nonsense video game program, podcast, and way of living a good and healthy life. You can find us over on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. Don't forget to subscribe if, if you want to give us money or follow or notify because we will be streaming a lot more. Um, Floppy, I think you're going to continue on with your John Hex. Uh, John, John Hex? John uh, Hicks Weck. Yep, that one. Uh, I'm going to continue with John Wick Hex and then possibly move on to 13 or Fahrenheit or something like that. Be sure to sound off below. Uh, let us know what games you'd like to see Floppy and I play. I'll probably jump in with some more Fortnite. Um, other games that I should really try and work through. Maybe God of War on the PS5. That might be a good Ooh, one. Good one. Yeah. Long game to stream. Mm. Uh, if you don't like our faces and want to just hear our sweet, succulent, honey-dripping voices, head on over to all podcast apps because we're there talking into your ear and giving it a little kiss. Not too loud, though, because it squelches. and One of those nice kisses. Yeah, one of them. Uh, or you can head on over to hackthedino.com and catch all our videos that you may have missed, including bad game reviews. Are the games bad or are the reviews bad? I guess you'll have to watch those series to find out. Uh, a lot of people have been outraged about some of our game choices. Uh, game Boy Dad says Fast and Furious Crossroads. We could totally do a bad game review about that one. We could, but that's actually a bad game yeah, that we we'll review. Yeah, hold the game up. Not a bad game review. That's just a bad game review. Floppy, you got something to plug? Yeah, you can jump over onto Instagram, check us out at Floppy Plays Games. Uh, have a look at some of the things I've been playing, some of the things I've picked up, some of the things I've achieved. Uh, the latest one, which I haven't put up there yet, I thought I had, was uh, I found a PS1 styled anniversary PS4 camera to go with cool. my controller, which I didn't even know existed. Uh, that's my Sea of Thieves controller that I picked up the other day, which is so goddamn pretty. And you're picking something up this weekend, I believe. I am. Are you going to tell us now or are you going to surprise us? I'm picking up a SNES game, box SNES game, but I won't tell you what it is. Got to follow him and find out. That's yeah. right. Watch with bated breath. That is that be. what your breath is? Oh, I was wondering what that smell was. <laughs> Bread. Ah, yes, Flibraden. That's my name. <laughs> Flibraden. Don't wear it out. I was thinking of that classic Robin Williams film with Flabba. I was thinking of the hip Pokemon Flabraden. <laughs> Flabraden. Um, no, uh, you can go check out Millennial Movie Talk. It's a movie podcast I do with my mates. Uh, you can check it out. We just went. The latest episode includes four reviews. Falcon and Winter Soldier episode one. Tom and Jerry, which we got sent to a press screening for. Godzilla vs. Kong, which we got sent to the premiere of. And the four-hour epic Justice League by Zack Snyder. Um, there is some serious stuff uh, that we have to say about all of them. And I highly <laughs> recommend you go and check it out because it is a very mixed episode. Uh, there's very mixed feelings about a lot of things and some very serious feelings about other things. Um, the Let's just say the kaiju community uh, are not incredibly happy about uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Speaking of someone who is part of the Kaiju community, as someone who uh, uh, has many an Ultraman figure, I'd just like to say Braden's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should, you should definitely check Hot it out. Topic. Because uh, 
It's honestly worth checking out just to read the comments. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you can follow Hack the Dino over on Instagram at Hack the Dino. You can also follow us on whatever other social media platforms that try to destroy democracy. Um, or over on Twitter as well. Or follow me over on Twitter at Ben Rosenthal. Or follow me on Instagram at Mr. Benjamin, where you can see all the cool things that I pick up, like an original 1979 Space Invaders cocktail cabinet. That's right. I spent a lot of money. That was dumb. But we've been Hack the Dino. You've been you, uh, unless you've been someone else, in which case you should probably not do a Freaky Friday and get the hell out of Lindsay Lohan's body, you pervert. We forgot Flebron James. No, we didn't. We tried to forget. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>